What's happening, everybody? Oh, man, thank you so much for clicking on this podcast and taking a listen. Uh, We are excited that you have joined us today. Uh, We had a great time at the last podcast where we talked about our Christmas favorites. Uh, The boys had so much fun. We had such a blast talking about it, and I think it was our best yet. A couple of things about today's episode. Uh, It's not a kid edition. It is what we're calling a parent edition, Uh, and that's where Kristen joins the podcast, and we just kind of talk through movies we like. Uh, but in this episode, we kind of talk about the history of movies played in our lives and, and a little bit more about like why we think it's important to talk to the boys about the movies that we're watching. And um, so it, I'm really proud of this episode. I'm really uh, excited for you to take a listen. A couple of things I did want to inform you. Uh, we are on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts, uh, So uh, and, and some others as well. So if you want to share our podcast, Spotify has all the links. Uh, so that's an option for you if you'd like to, to share it. I would appreciate you all sharing it with friends and family, especially those with kids. I think this is a great podcast that you can even listen to with your kids. Um, as, as you, If you like to watch movies with your kids, this is a great podcast to, to kind of let them hear kids their own age talking about movies and, and what they like and what they don't like. It might inspire them to talk to you about their movies that they like. Uh, so really appreciate a share if you can. Um, another thing is that we got some new microphones. So previously we've been just using the iPhone to record all of our voices and I, I got some microphones. Uh, this is the first episode we're using them on and it turned out great. So if you have any questions or, or, or thoughts about the, about the microphones, feel free to shoot me a message. We'd love to love to hear your feedback. Um, so without further ado, please uh, enjoy the podcast. We are here on the podcast. Welcome to the movies that make you. And uh, this is a special episode. Our first um, up until this point, we've done podcast with the boys, and we've labeled those kid edition. And today we have a special guest who's not necessarily a guest, but her first time on the podcast, which is my wife, Kristen. Say hi. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna uh, this is, we're gonna call this the parent edition. We got the kid edition. We're gonna call this the parent edition. And um, this episode, we're just going to talk a little bit about movies and um, how they have shaped our relationship and our lives and our the way that we raise our kids and things like that. Just kind of whatever comes up, we're just going to talk for a little bit and uh, hope you enjoy. First off, Kristen, just share a little bit about yourself um, and kind of what movies were a part of your life when you were growing up. Let's Let's start there. So growing up, um, I was born in 84. So Disney was a big part of what I enjoyed watching. Um, I really liked Little Mermaid, um, Bambi, and 101 Dalmatians, movies like that. And then as I got older, um, I was really big into gymnastics. And so that took up a lot of my time in the evenings. And on weekends, I was, you know, I wasn't as consumed with movies um, as I enjoy them now. So I kind of didn't really watch a lot of movies on, uh, during my teen years, except, you know, Dante's Peak or a few, Titanic, a few of the big ones that came out in the theaters. And then the boys, once I became a mom, um, the boys would enjoy just some of the new movies that would come out. Um, we'd see them in the theaters occasionally as kind of a an event to do. Um, but we didn't really buy a lot of movies or really take a lot of time to watch them. Or if 
I was busy momming and they would watch them. So um, I didn't really watch many movies until I met Jonathan as an adult. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so for me, I grew up liking movies, watching movies. Um, my aunt Betty, I remember she took me to my CET uh, when I was visiting her in Kentucky. She also took me to see the Big Bird movie. I don't remember when it came out. I have to look it up. But um, so I, I've seen a few of those movies. I kind of grew up in a conservative uh, faith. And so actually going to movies was kind of against the rules. Um, and so we didn't go. But but I remember we'd, have them, we'd watch them at home and watch especially the Disney's and all that stuff. We had the Disney Channel. And so a lot of times I'd, you know, record those back on the VHS tape or um, I remember the first time I saw Die Hard was made for TV and I recorded it and, and kept it and I'd watch it every once in a while. Um, and so that was, you know, those types of things. Uh, another one like that was like Commando uh, was made for TV, Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Um, and actually we ended up watching that a few <laughs> years ago. Um, <clears throat> but it's goofy. But it, but for me, it was like it's had a whole bunch of nostalgia because those are the movies like when they were on TV, I was like, oh, I want to watch this. And I'd record it because I knew that like it was edited so I could watch it as a kid. I felt like it was cool. I could watch this adult film for a, a movie. I mean, as, as a kid, but because it was edited, I, I'd save it and watch it whenever I wanted. I did remember um, The Secret Garden. I would watch movies over and over and over so let me preface that so i wouldn't necessarily watch new movies but if i saw a movie that i enjoyed i would watch it ad nauseum that kind of reminds me i have a cousin um in one year we were visiting her she actually lived in texas at the time and we visited and she got um alice in wonderland and bambi in the same year <laughs> and so as soon as like we were done wrapping presents, un unwrapping presents as soon as the day started. And until we left her house from days later, it was Bambi was on the TV and then Alice in Wonderland was on the TV and then Bambi and then Alice in Wonderland. And it was just constantly this rotation. Uh, so that was, that was kind of a fun thing. But I think that's the thing that, that kids do, right? Yeah. Like it's, we find something we like, we want to watch it over and over again. You know, um, I actually was seeing on Instagram a while back that, um, the reason that kids like to do that is because it's familiar. It, they know what's going to happen, so it helps them because they don't feel any anxiety when they're watching it because they know what's going to happen, but it feels comforting, you know. So kids that watch the same show, you know, over and over and over again or the kids that watch the same movie over and over again, it's there's nothing wrong with them. They're absolutely normal. <laughs> we can become normal human beings. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. So we didn't go to movies a bunch, but I did watch a lot of movies growing up. I remember, um, and I actually got onto my mom for this. Uh, one of the things I like to do is watch movies like in preparation for other movies. Um, and a lot of times I like to watch movies like a bunch at once, like in a marathon type way. I've done that a few times. I actually do that uh, with my brother-in-law. Um, and Christian comes every once in a while, but most of the time she does not. I can't handle sitting for more than two hours. I need to get up and move or be active or do something. That's totally fair. Yeah. Um, so I was getting on my mom because I remembered, I realized that um, the first time that I ever did that, where I watched a movie and then was like, oh, there's another one? We can go watch that one too? Was Ghostbusters. And so we had watched Ghostbusters. We had rented it from 
I don't think it was Blockbuster yet, but it was a video store down the street. And my mom was like, well, the second one's in the theater. You want to go? I'm like, yeah, let's go. Don't blame it on your mom. And you so, love it. <laughs> I do love it. But but I, I just remember that was the that was the first time I remember like kind of having like, oh, there's more there's more to this story. Mm -hmm. And that kind of harkens to like our, one of our most recent episodes, which was like the Marvel movies, where before we watched any of the Marvel movies with the boys, I was like, okay, you got to at least watch these three so you know what's going on in the next one. And then, you know, that kind of a thing. So it's just, it's just fun. I, I love the storytelling and I love kind of returning to these characters. And I think even Colton asked in one of the previous episodes about, hey, is there going to be a sixth sense two or is there going to be yeah. a visit two and like they think that now there's sequels to every, <laughs> to movie. every movie yeah <laughs> and i don't necessarily enjoy all of the sequels so i love fast and furious especially the first one second one was okay and then they kind of just you're like really this is, we're still doing this um but not every sequel has you know a bad second or third so it's it definitely is enlightening to watch them and just. Yeah, and I, I think I'm I'm definitely like I enjoy the completing the completing the list thing, which we're going to get into in just a minute. That's a good segue. I love the completing the list idea. And so. If I start something, even if it's bad, it's like I want to finish it. <laughs> and there's I can three say more. peace out. I'm done. <laughs> there's three more. All right. I'm going to knock them out. Uh, that first that came up really bad on. um this past October, when we were watching our uh, 31 Days of Halloween, um, we started Hellraiser 2 because last year we did Hellraiser and the Hellraiser reboot, which was, came out last year. And both of those were pretty good. Like, mm -hmm. it was like, all right, these are good movies. And so I'm like, all right, this year, let's, let's watch Hellraiser 2. And we got about 15 minutes in and we're like, let's watch something else. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but a few weeks later, or a few days later, when Kristen was uh, at the gym, I was like, I'm going to pop it in just because I got to finish it. I got to finish it. I got to finish it. So. My thing is, I'm like, we have two hours, precious time of our night to just chill. I don't want to waste it on a bad movie. For sure. For sure. So that is a good example of some of those times when I know a bad, a bad movie is going to happen or I know it's a movie that's not necessarily your cup of tea. Yeah. I'll say, all right, so we're going to watch this, but just be prepared. It's goofy. It's silly. Don't take it too seriously, but it's good. We're going to have a good, hopefully we're going to have a good time, but it's not a good movie, but it's a cult classic. It's, a, it's one we have to watch. And that a good example of that would be like Evil Dead or Evil oh, Dead yeah. 2. Evil Dead was pretty scary. Evil Dead 2 kind of went, started, Sam Raimi started going down that kind of goofy, campy, the campy, yeah, uh, aspect of it. Um, so next year, you know, we'll, we'll finish it with Army of Darkness. I've never seen it, <laughs> but that'll be it. That's um, it. <laughs> well, th what's funny is we actually watched the newest Evil Dead, and that one wasn't actually bad. That was yeah. Evil Dead Rise was actually pretty scary. It was. Yeah. Just to kind of give you a little bit more backstory, my my father passed away when I was uh, when I was seven, and um, my mom was, and it was just my mom and I for a while. Um, she had some friends that would take me to movies, so I remember going to see Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in the theater uh, with a good friend of ours named Alan Flood. And, um, and, and then when she met my stepfather, uh, Jim, well, when they started dating, he was really, really into movies. And so, um, we'd go 
every Friday and then Saturday we'd go to a movie. So like it was like two movies every weekend mm. and we'd try to go on opening night. And so that was once they started dating and, and then especially once we, they got married and we were a family, it was like, this was our thing. This is what we do. Like so much to the point that I didn't, I didn't have like Friday night, go out with friends or I didn't have Saturday. Let's go chill at a friend's house or go to partying or I would just, I really enjoyed just hanging out with my parents because they'd pay for the movie. They'd pay for my dinner. <laughs> Like I'm, I'm fine with this. This is great. We're seeing all these cool movies, and so that was kind of my middle school, high school was was going to see whatever the newest cool kind of PG thirteen movie that was coming out. Um, so that that's when my um, that and then uh, another friend of mine, Jonathan Green, who's actually a filmmaker now, um, he introduced me to kind of thinking about movies more as an art form and kind of really diving into them and enjoying different styles of movies and not just the kind of the, the fun like p213 you know action movies but like seeing all the the ones that make you think and the ones mm -hmm. that make you question your own existence and and things like that so that was him what did you have anybody that kind of influenced you like on whether you watched a movie or not uh my best friend jesse we would watch movies either at her house or my house um that, that was a lot of fun. And my stepdad, Tim, he took me, I think we saw Beetlejuice in the theater. My mom was not about that. So <laughs> it was fun. Um, but yeah, it, I didn't really, besides those folks, I didn't really have a lot of people to watch movies with. Yeah. So little little plug here, Beetlejuice 2 is actually coming out. Yes. And, uh, we'll have to take Tim. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll invite Tim for sure. And uh, we'll go to watch the first one with the boys because they've never seen it, I don't think. And yeah, I haven't seen it in love a long it. time. I haven't seen it since I was a kid. And I don't think I really understood it. It didn't really grab me at the, whatever point it, I watched it. Or maybe it. it was the Adams Family. I know we, we oh, okay. possibly saw both of those. Yeah, those are fun. Um, so let's kind of jump into our our relationship so that's kind of like how we how we kind of grew up and um and all that i, I mean just a, a adulthood just continued to watch movies and see them opening night like that's what i tried to do see the midnight showings for certain movies and things like that um but one of the movie series that i grew up on with my dad i remember sitting in the basement with my dad and watching star wars uh before he passed away and so that like star wars is like this nostalgic like part of my childhood that i love and one of the first conversations we had, um, I don't know how I heard, but uh, we were working at the same office. It was like your first week there. Mm -hmm. And I decided, I, I heard that you didn't like Star Wars. And so I came up to you and I was like, hey, um, you want to come over and watch Star Wars with me? What did you say? <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> um, and I know how you heard. There's my group of friends that transited, we all transitioned together to the new company they are a group of guys that just love star wars they would sit there and analyze and argue about character development and you know why somebody's doing something and i'm just thinking okay so this is a story that's already decided what is there to discuss why are we having these arguments and they all told me you have got to watch star wars well i'm sorry i'm not going to do that because it just seemed first of all it's not real to me mm -hmm. back then i've grown y'all will be <laughs> impressed but back then to me real was the notebook relationships 
you know, the love stories, which we all know those aren't always real, but, um, yeah, yeah. I was not excited when Jonathan, <clears throat> I knew I wanted to hang out with him, but it wasn't going to be watching Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, but it wasn't too long before you actually d buckled down and said, <laughs> okay, I'll watch, I'll watch it. But he was strategic with the way he planned them out so that he knew you know, kind of how I would relate and gravitate towards. And this is, this is, Star Wars is one of those series that it really isn't for everybody, um, especially the older ones, because they're, it was a different time of making movies. Uh, the original Star Wars is really slow. There's not a whole lot, like there's a lot going on <clears throat> when you start to learn the characters, but even as a kid, like, the fact that I made it through in, in you know, 83, the fact that, you know, we even, like, got through that movie as a kid is kind of wild, mm -hmm. mind-boggling, because it's not, it's not very much action. There's beats of action in the movie, but there's also a lot of just kind of, like, wandering around and, and all that stuff. And so I knew because you didn't like, um, you know, you said you didn't necessarily like old movies, so I knew I wasn't going to start with the oldest one first. But I think the... The Last Jedi was going to come out, which is episode eight of the series. Um, and so we watched the first of the newest ones, The Force Awakens, with Rey. And mm -hmm. that was the first one I introduced you to because I knew, like, okay, this is still Star Wars. It's still the all the droids and the ships and the Jedi and the lightsabers and the, all the stuff I love about Star Wars. But it's also current and it's... It looks like it should. It, there's no bad bad graphics. There's no bad effects and stuff. Yeah, it's 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 real. It's, it feels real. So I knew that this would be the best chance, I think, to <clears throat> to get you to to at least give it a shot. Yeah. Um. So we, it, um, I don't know that we need to go any further into Star Wars. Just that we we ended up watching all of them, um, and then we watched them all with the kids. I think one of the one of the fun highlights of my of us being a family was that on the night that Rise of Skywalker came out, which was the episode nine, it's the last one of the Skywalker saga to ever come, that that's come out. It's the last one that they're doing of the Skywalker saga. Um, we all went on the Thursday night fan event. We all dressed up in Star Wars gear and got. A I wore a Star Wars sweater. Okay, this is <laughs> shocking. You came for a long me. way. Yeah. <laughs> And and the boys loved it. I mean, yeah. it's funny. Like, um, there are times when um, when they didn't want to watch it, but um, they all have kind of come around. And yeah. I think one of the one of the things that has actually helped is um, the Star Wars shows that have come on mm. because that kind of you you kind of started to actually like some of those stories, right? Yeah, like Mandalorian. Um, very interesting. I really. I, I think what I enjoy about certain movies is focusing in when you have a large group of different characters. I like finding that the one, their backstory about this one particular character. Why are they that way? And so just learning more about the Mandalorian gave me more insight. Plus with Baby Yoda, he was cute. But just to, to see why they are the way they are in the current movies that we see. Or, you know, how they became their culture. And I think this goes for any anybody that's, that's trying to get into a series. When you're showing up and you've never seen a single one and you're watching the eighth episode, like, 
there's no matter what it is, you're you're kind of lost. Mm -hmm. And so there's probably a little bit of that kind of like that kind of just you feel like you're missing something because you don't really know what's going on. Whereas with the Mandalorian, they were really starting with a new character, a new idea, a new story. And so you could start from the beginning and learn with everybody else, you know, uh, what's going on. Now, there are definitely things that that come into that story that are from the other movies. But you don't have to know that right. to still just kind of follow along with, with the Mandalorian. So, yeah, yeah. Um, one of the other series is we already kind of did a podcast for this um, was the Marvel movies. We started watching the Marvel movies, um, and your first Marvel movie was Thor Ragnarok, right? Which is it was also at the drive-in theater, which yeah. was like another level. The first time at the drive-in theater, um, it was hilarious, and I'd heard. You know, my my stepbrother, he was all into Groot and he had like the onesies and Rocket I just, Raccoon onesies. Yes. I didn't understand it and I thought it was kind of weird. But um once I saw it, I was like, okay, these are hilarious characters that we can relate to. Even though they're in this other world, even though it doesn't exist, it's not real. And, yes. Like that and I think that's one of the cool things that you've shown, like as we've as you've watched the movies, you're like, oh, okay, you know. Yeah, we can find similarities. Find some, yeah. Uh, and one of the things that we've talked about too, I think, you know, and this is just kind of a, a sprangism, but um, I don't think it's just me, but it's it's something I've gravitated to and I've tried to tell the boys too is like sci-fi movies. Sometimes sci-fi is when sci-fi is really good, it's it's actually speaking more to our world then it's just creating something of fiction. It's a fictional space, a fictional world, it's a fictional characters, but a lot of times they're really commenting on our own culture. Yeah. And Star Trek is, a, I'm not a huge Trekkie, but Star Trek is one of those big ones because when you've got this, this world that's supposedly in this distant future and it's all different races of humans on a ship together and they're all working together to find and to help people in other galaxies. Like that shows you, that's trying to paint a picture of the future where we've put aside all of our racial differences and we've learned to work together. And now we're out, out actually going to like show the others how to do that. Show yeah. the others in the galaxies, all the different alien species. Like this is what it looks like to, to be, to care for each other and to work together. And that's what we really- Coexist. Yeah, coexist. So, um, but there's a lot of sci-fi movies that really, do that really do that um but uh, you know just it's just so crazy you know marvel at this point has i think 30 something movies um but when thor ragnarok came out we'd already been through two phases we were gearing up for the final battle with thanos and you you're seeing your first one like <laughs> and you said okay so <laughs> we have was it 13 or was it 17 probably 17 we have 17 <laughs> movies we need to get through before this comes out <laughs> And I'm like, um, there's only so many hours of the day. You know, I'm a single mom. Like, yep. how are we going to do this? But uh, Jonathan's very strategic with planning out the time <laughs> and how we're going to watch things. And it all makes sense. And I, I really loved the, those movies. Yeah. So what would, you be, what would you say, since we talked to the boys about their Marvel, what, what, what's your favorite character? In the Marvel series, um, I honestly don't have a favorite. I I love 
all of those characters. I each of them. I mean, even Thanos, like you can see why he was doing that. It's like each of them have such a deep heart and love and they all have their dark side and they've all got, you know, their good side. So I, I cannot sit there and pinpoint a favorite, honestly. Yeah. Um, do you have a favorite movie from the series? If you can give me a list and I can look. There's like 20-something <laughs> movies. I mean, <laughs> um, yeah, I, they all just take me on a journey. And so I really enjoyed Black Panther. And I think that surprised me more because I'm looking at here's a guy in a cat suit. And am I really going to believe this? But I loved how he was there to not just be a really cool, you know, amazing hero, but he was also like a loving son, a loving brother to his sister, and just trying to lead with love for his community and just um, show everybody how to do the right thing. And that was that was a really touching movie. I enjoyed that one a lot. Yeah, it's Connor's favorite. Is it really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh. Yeah, he, he loved that. And his favorite moment of all of Marvel was in that movie when he's um, fighting, when the, it's the final battle, Killmonger's got the, the one tribe that's joined him, the rhino tribe mm -hmm. has joined him, and the rhinos are coming in, and Black Panther's running around, he's getting hit, and then he does a big jump and then lands in the ground, and it, his yeah. suit does that huge pulse. Yeah, that was Connor's favorite. So. Yeah, just the technology, too, that it's, no, it's not just a cat suit. You know, it's mm -hmm. really neat nanobots, and yep. they're super strong, so. Yeah, that's so fun. Um, so, so yeah, so as you can see, like, our, our when we started dating, um, it was, it was kind of like, okay, um, knowing that you hadn't seen a whole lot of movies uh, that, that I, like, love, it was kind of like I started like trying to put together lists of like, okay, have you seen this? Oh no. Okay. You haven't seen that. You <laughs> haven't seen this. And, and, you know, it was kind of like one of our running jokes was like, I've been living under a rock for 32 years. Yes. Like, <laughs> Yes, very much. Um, granted, I love to read. So reading was always my thing. I could get lost in a book where Jonathan got lost in movies. Um, I would get in trouble for, you know, staying up at night because I'm reading too late. And then we had a fun little tidbit where it was like, is the book better than the movie or is the movie <laughs> better than the book? So I was under a rock for sure with movies and what you could expand on and see there. Yeah. And so it was kind of like, you know, one of the things that the reason, honestly, the reason why I did this podcast is because it's, it's something I love to do. I love to share these movies with the, the people I love like yeah. and and you're you know one of those people obviously and so it was kind of like I love this stuff I need you to, I want you to see it I want to see I want to see your reaction to it I want to I want you to share in this this fun and so we just started I started just making lists mm -hmm. and um and so one of the things that I started doing was because you know if I asked if I asked you like uh what are you in the mood for you're never going to say what? Action. <laughs> never, 100% of the time. What are you in the mood for? A love story, um, an origin story. Why are they the way they are? 
yeah family story right and so i didn't want to just kind of categorize the movies when we'd watch them you know i started i came up with this this list system instead of the genre which is like action adventure or sci-fi you know romantic comedies or comedies like instead of categorizing like that i started categorizing like make you think make you happy make you laugh and there's definitely some crossover you know like make you love is a you know romantic movies but make you laugh as a comedy movie, but there's still there's still some some other I think I think make you think is one that's a that's a a style of movie that I love and, and I that, do too and I didn't realize that I love those analytical movies that they're taking you on a journey and you're trying to figure out what's going on like this is bonkers and mm -hmm. you're gonna sit there and like stew for the next hour after the movie <laughs> trying to figure out what happened. Do you have an example of a movie that that kind of just sticks out in your mind as one of those that you would categorize as that make you think? Um, I would say, what is the one where it was the pictures and it went backwards? One of your favorite ones, Memento. Oh, okay. Yes, yeah. Memento for sure. Yeah, and I mean that was uh, Christopher Nolan's first like kind of feature film, like studio movie. Uh, and it goes backwards and forwards at the same time. And mm -hmm. then it meets in the middle of the timeline, but that's the climax of the story. Um, so, yeah, if you haven't seen Memento, definitely definitely check that one out. Also, Fight Club is another great one that I love. Yeah. Now, you've seen that before. Yes, I did um, during college. Yeah. And I really enjoyed it then, but I feel like I enjoyed it even more now that I kind of knew the, the basis of it and then got to the minutia. For sure. Yeah, and, and those those movies, I just they, they always grab me. I like to like, and and that crosses all types of genres. It could be a sci-fi movie, mm -hmm. or it could be a very grounded like real movie, or it could be an animated movie. Like, they're make you think is one of those kind of genre like types of movies that that just get you out of your comfort zone, or or get you like analyzing life, or analyzing yourself, and analyzing your relationships, or why am I the way that I am, you know, when you're seeing these characters on screen? So I started, instead of saying, like, hey, you want to watch this movie or that movie, it was, what do you want to feel? Mm -hmm. You know, do you want to feel happy? You want to feel like having a, you know, you want to feel like you've been, you know, scared out of your mind? Do you want to feel <laughs> like, like you're questioning your own existence? Like, what do you want to feel tonight, you know? And so um, we started kind of categorizing the lists in that way, and I'd show you, Okay. <laughs> Here's a list because it was always, what do you want to watch? And then, you know, I, you would give me the list and then I would look through it and there's like at least four options, which is great because I don't necessarily like to just have to pick one, like give me a list and then we can figure out what, mm -hmm. what works. Yeah. And so the first, I think our first year dating, I was for maybe two years, first two years, we, we just like, kind of like just tackle some of the basics, you know? Like the Matrix, my favorite movie, um, and that series just, I it changed my life like for real. Um, changed the way I think about my faith. Changed the way I think about others. Changed the way I think about the world. And so definitely had to watch that one. And then we watched some of the like some of the classics. Um, and then of course introducing some of the horror movies. Like I love the Jasons, the Freddies, the Halloween. <laughs> Again, one of those that have twelve. Yeah, exactly. And so you got to watch these, you know, the basics, you know, I consider that like kind of your entry course into the, the spring movie, uh, 
spring movie list. Um, and then, then we got to be like, okay, so, you know, um, we both have uh, prior marriages and kids that go with other parents on the same weekend. And so it was like, okay, well, we've got a weekend to ourselves. Like, let's start kind of planning out. We're going to watch this movie and this movie. And, and then to the point of like 2019, I actually just built a whole spreadsheet of all the movies. And then we started having dinners that correlated with the movies. Yeah. Um, in addition to watching Game of Thrones, and we would, you know, eat steak and potatoes. And yeah. That was fun. But yeah, we watched Rocky and had Philly cheesesteaks. Yeah. You know, yeah. We started trying to, trying to have some fun with it, you know? Um, and yeah, so then we started, you know, just kind of going through and like, I try to schedule some stuff out. And if we've got a movie that's coming out, like, hey, let's watch a movie kind of for preparation for that. And sometimes it was because it was in the series. And sometimes it was just because it gave us a little bit more of the backstory. backstory. Um, one of the ones that sticks out is you really wanted to see Mary, Queen of Scots. Yes. With um, Margot Robbie and um, Circe Ronan. Because it was basically Elizabeth, Queen Elizabeth I. She's older. She's established. I wanted to understand. I wanted, and I'd seen it before, but I wanted to kind of watch and kind of get ourselves in the mindset of understanding how she became Elizabeth the first to begin with. And so we watched Elizabeth with Kate Blanchett and that ended up showing us, I think for me, it, it really helped me understand by the end of that movie, the Elizabeth that we're getting in Mary Queen of Scots more because we had seen kind of where she came from as this young, vibrant young lady to becoming queen and realizing I have to be a monarch. I have to be something different. I can't be human anymore. I have to basically be a god. The virgin queen, where she couldn't be tied to a man. She had to own her own. Yeah. And so she wore all the makeup and she presented herself very, very stoic. Like she's not a person anymore. She is the queen when she's in public. Yeah. And that kind of, we see in Mary Queen of Scots how that's like, deflating her humanity like she's broken and it's just a really cool kind of counterpoint so if you ever want to do that i suggest those two movies together um one of the other times we did this was we were watching the crown and the crown has spanned so many years but it started with we got to see her father uh, queen elizabeth ii we saw her father kind of having to take the throne and then kind of letting um, kind of bringing Elizabeth in on understanding the, what it means to be a monarch, understanding all that stuff. And so we ended up watching King's Speech as a part of that because King's Speech is how he, uh, how he took the throne and became a great king or yes. learned how to speak because he had a stuttering problem. And so it was kind of like, hey, let's get some backstory. You know, we're watching this crown. It's this long form, you know, this is a season, two, three seasons of this character. Let's, let's watch a movie kind of about that. Um, and then a couple seasons later, we, um, they were kind of getting into that uh, Winston Churchill era. Mm -hmm. And so we ended up watching Dunkirk and Darkest Hour, which were both kind of in that same time, time frame. So while we're watching a TV show that's kind of highlighting this area in history, hey, let's grab that movie. Let's grab this movie and let's kind of get a broader, broader picture. So that's just a couple of things that, that we've had fun doing, I think. I've loved it, yeah. honestly. Um, I and love history movies and really uh, a lot of the World War II um, European side 
it just really intrigues me. It's so different than how I lived and uh, the fact that it's so recent that we all experienced that really intrigues me, but also the the history from England and Scotland and Ireland and all the things that they went through. So just the the monarchy, mm-hmm. finding out about that. Yeah. And um I mean just kind of we just went and saw a Godzilla movie. Yeah. That came out. Godzilla minus one. It's a Japanese film with subtitles. Um and it actually like it took us it was really difficult to find out where to watch it because it's a Japanese film. Um it's not like gonna get a wide release. It, it got a wide release, but like for one week. And so we had to find a movie in our area that actually was playing it this weekend because it came out last weekend um, and it's gone from every theater this weekend. So um, we ended up driving a little bit to see it, but it was... It was so good. I yeah. mean, it was the the acting and with you having to read subtitles, but then also just kind of glance up to see the acting. It was so clean and the costumes and the design, um, even Godzilla, it was like, okay, yeah, that's pretty scary. I would be really freaked out too. It didn't look fake. It didn't look like a giant lizard. It was like a dinosaur lizard. And this is your first Godzilla movie. Yes. And so there was a couple of moments. I mean, there were some really, this is, this is a movie that shows Godzilla off, like, how strong, how powerful, how scary he would be. And there's a couple of moments that you just like gasped and looked at me like, oh my gosh, like, like I can't believe This is really it. happening. <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah. Um, but I think it helped. One of the things I think helped it was that it was in set well, post-World War II. Like yeah. World War II just finished. And so it's this kind of, yeah, this kind of period piece that that you understand, you know that, you know what those characters are going through. But from Japan. Like yeah. I, I don't typically read those sides. So that was really interesting to kind of see their post-war trauma and stress. And then here's this giant dinosaur lizard that's coming over. And they've just rebuilt their city and community. And they're, you know, trying to, to get by day to day with their lives. And he's coming in and tearing it up. Yeah. Oh. So emotional, like Jonathan's over here crying <laughs> in the the movie too. Yeah, it's just, uh, I mean, there's just a lot of a lot of beautiful story beats. Yeah. Um, I don't want to spoil it. If you get a chance to see it, definitely see it. I know it's subtitled, but um, it's very powerful. Yeah, it was very good. Um, and I, I think we could probably watch it with the kids. Oh, um, for sure. Yeah. At some point, because um, and it's. You know, that kind of leads us to like, you know, this is a podcast we've normally had the kids on and talking to them about it. But I think another another the, another side of of the podcast is how we watch movies as a family and, you know, um, use them as, as talking points. Yes. Um, and, and honestly, that that's something that um, that I I try to do because I, I want the boys to not just watch it to be entertained Mm -hmm. but like dissect it you want to them to dive deeper and kind of break it apart like you would kind of like we would do book reviews and yeah yeah and like figure out like 
why are these people acting the way that they're acting? Why are they doing what they're doing? Um, and uh, one of the big things that stands out about that, or one example is that, is when we were watching the Star Wars prequels, and you know, Anakin is a kid in the in Episode One, and so he's very close to the boy's age at the point when we were watching it. And so I was trying to like, as he got older, it's like, okay, like, what happens in this movie? Why is he doing that? Why is he going down this path? Like, what? What, what would you have done differently? Do you think you would have followed that path? And you know, if you don't, then what would you have thought he should have done? It just really yeah. kind of break it apart. Yeah. And critical thinking. Absolutely. And try to try to see these as opportunities, as teaching moments, because they, the stories are powerful. You know, visual medium is, is the new, the new way that, that everything's being communicated. Um, that's why TikTok and Instagram and YouTube are so huge right now. For younger younger folks is that it's this visual medium they're not just getting their news from the newspaper they're getting it from social media um, and we've known that movies and tv have, are are have been a way of communicating for a long time obviously but it feels like that nowadays like it's they're communicating something and they're telling a story with each of these shows and each of these movies and it can be a launching point to have a really really good conversation with the boys and I, and I try to do that with them. And I think that's one of the reasons why we're doing this podcast is to give them platform. They think it's cool that they get to talk and people listen. Um, but it really is an excuse to have those conversations and to see what stands out to you about this movie. Why do you like this movie? Um, is there anything you would have done different? You know, like you said, and I love that Jonathan did introduce us. I say us, me, myself, Connor and Colton, to the movies because I wasn't doing this with them. Um, it was more of like, okay, cool. You want to watch a movie, do it. But this is so much deeper and we can all connect as a family. And I'm just so thankful for that. So yeah. yeah. Thanks for teaching me how to relax and sit down <laughs> for a minute. For sure. I know I've uh, mentioned this before, but we mo recently went through the whole infinity saga again. And usually when I'm watching a movie, I want it to be quiet. I want to be like, everybody just pay attention. Don't ask questions. Like you're going to get the answer if you just pay attention and listen. But when we watched it the next time, the, when we watched it through this time, I, I like it was intentional about, about pausing it and, and like actually helping them connect the dots and seeing how these characters relate because it is more like a TV series and, 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 you know, each movie is more of an episode in this overarching story. It was, it was a chance to like help them realize what what characters are doing what and and understand like how that movie relates to this movie and that action relates to that thing that happened three movies ago and help them kind of start to connect those dots because that's that's another layer of of just critical thinking, mm -hmm. another layer of like of understanding and and you know review um and really like trying to use it as kind of like a a class like a collegiate like study We're class have a movie yeah analytics <laughs> movie analytics um 101 um so that's been fun and you know um it's been really cool because the boys have really they look engaged forward with to it. it yeah yes they actually are like okay well 
we know this one's coming out. Are we going to get the prep going? Are there certain movies that are in this series that we can watch or um, similar to it? Mm -hmm. And one thing about me is I'm not very opinionated until I am. Um, <laughs> there are some movies that I just absolutely did not like. And I'll let Jonathan know and we'll talk about it. And I'm like, I don't want to see those kind of again. Or, um, but I'm also willing to try. Like, I think that has to be, I know you love movies. And so I love you and I want to experience what you love. And that's kind of where we started. Um, mm -hmm. First time I told you I loved you and you said, I know. And then <laughs> I found out that was on Star Wars. It's just whole thing. Yeah. But yeah. It's it's really opened my eyes on a lot of things. And I think, you know, movies are a big part of what I love about about in, entertainment. But like I said, it, it challenges us. It, yes. it, it helps us see th the world from a different perspective. One of the one of the things when I was um, a junior in high school is I, I heard there's actually a, a evangelist. Um, that would come to our church every year for a revival. And he had a guy that was like a prayer warrior that just prayed for him while he was preaching. Um, but one of the things that he said about movies is movies, movies give us a glimpse at a life that we won't experience ourselves. And I think that's important. Yeah. That's important. It's important for for me to recognize my my viewpoint isn't the only one, and I think it's important for our boys to know that. Yes. To know that that just because you're living this life, there are so many other people in this world that are living a, a very different life, and movies give us a chance to see that, mm -hmm. and then to empathize, to understand, give us your picture. So that the friend at school who's sitting by themselves, but they look different than me, I can understand and I can relate to them and say, hey, you know, yeah. you're, you're human just like I am. Absolutely. And, you know, it, it packages, it movies package it in such a way that it's entertaining, mm -hmm. but it opens us up to have those conversations and have conversations with our kids about, about different cultures and different things. I think one of the coolest series the boys loved was Miss Marvel. Yeah. And this is an Indian culture that we have no connection with. We, we live in a neighborhood full of Indian folks. And so Colton's friend, um, behind, like his best friend, like watching that show, I think gave him a glimpse of, of, Oh, that's that culture. Wow. That's like my friend. And and it allowed us to connect some dots and see the world from a different perspective and see this history and see why they are, you know, what, what they've been through as a, as a culture. And what they celebrate and what's important to that, that culture. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, I love movies and you've grown to love movies. And totally. we, we use these movements, you know, movie night is a big deal at least once a week where you know, especially on weekends, we have the boys. We're we're watching a movie at least Friday night, possibly, but also Saturday or Sunday, and then we're just kind of, you know, catching the next one or 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 that's a part of a series or gearing up for a new movie coming out and having some fun. Um, 
but it's not just for the entertainment's sake. And I think, you know, I think as we do this podcast and as we, you know, kind of have further conversations, some of them are going to be, you know, kid editions, some of them are going to be parent editions. Um, and where we're kind of talking about movies we like as yeah. the parents, but also like how we, how we relate to them, to the kids and how we have these conversations. Cause I think it's, it's, it's good. It's good to not just let entertainment be entertainment, but like leverage the entertainment to have meaningful conversation. Yep. Cool. Okay. This well, was fun. Thanks, guys, for letting me join and <laughs> absolutely part of it. You're worried we're going to go, do you think, at 30 minutes? And we're actually at 52 minutes. So it yeah, goes by fast. It does. Yeah. Just like movies. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you for, thank you for being on the podcast this time. Of course. We'll see you again soon, though, for sure. Okay. We'll do it again. And thank you guys for listening. Uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye. Thanks again so much for, for listening to the podcast. I hope you enjoyed it as much as we did uh, making it. Uh, it really was a fun time talking with Kristen about uh, the movies that she likes and, and how we watch movies as a family. And I hope, hope you found it beneficial to hear our conversation about it. If you have any questions at all, please don't hesitate to reach out. Shoot me a message. Um, I'd love to love to get your questions about, you know, if you, about movies, about movies with kids, anything uh, would love to love to take any of your questions. And I would ask again, if you uh, like the podcast or if you have friends or family that have kids or maybe you're a part of a parent uh, Facebook group or something like that, I, I really would appreciate you sharing the podcast with them. Um, I really do think there's something valuable uh, to you having kids hear other kids talking uh, and sharing their their experiences. And it just means a lot to, for someone their own age uh, to talk to them about movies, about about any subject for sure. Um, but we really find, think that's valuable. And I think, you know, there, there could be something that you could do from, you know, watching on the way to school or watching on a trip or listening on the trip or listening on the way to school, things like that. I uh, think it would be fun uh, for you and your family. So, again, thanks for listening. Um, a little bit about next week. Next week's podcast is going to be on DC movies. Uh, we've watched through quite a few in our household uh, over the last few years. And because the new Aquaman movie is coming out next week, uh, we decided we would do that um, that podcast around DC movies and kind of gearing up for um, Aquaman. So uh, if you love DC movies, especially, don't forget to tune in next week. Uh, appreciate it. We'll talk to you all soon.